Spending time with your child should not be difficult, but unfortunately it can be. No worries, Omni Consulting can help with that. If you need assistance establishing parental rights and time sharing, we can help you for less than the cost of seeking legal representation. Completing legal forms and knowing the proper route to take can be overwhelming. Contact Omni Consulting today at 407-520-4614 for a free consultation. Children deserve the love of both parents. Allow us to get you on the right path to make that happen. Serving all counties in Florida. Again, the number is 407-520-4614. Welcome. Magnificent asshole. I gotta get your name. Yo, mammy. My what? Yo, mammy. Feel for real, got it nuts on this track. already know what it is, your boy D-Rug, a.k.a. the Ballhead Don, a.k.a. the Sock King, a.k.a. Mr. Paint My Eyes Red, a.k.a. Mr. Throw Up In Your Bitch, a.k.a. It's Too Hot For These Motherfucking Rubbers. Welcome to another episode of the Magnificent Asshole Podcast, and I finally got him here, man. Got him here, man. This All right, is a- now I have to do it. My name's yeah. Ross Paget, a.k.a. Sauce, a.k.a. Sauce Magic, a.k.a. Puff the Paget Dragon, a.k.a. Uh, sauce on top of things, aka he can actually dance. Oh, you you can actually dance. I can dance. I I, I feel like I can dance. Hold on. So, you 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 get down like I get down. What's your, been, what's your what's your go to move? Ah man, it's a lot of footwork. I'm a footwork guy. James Upper Riley. torso, it can get a little awkward. I'm not gonna lie, Mr. <laughs> Rug. But bottom torso, hips, swiveling. Know how to grind, and I'm down to accept so it. So you you got to swivel better than uh, Justin Timberlake. And Elvis. I, I didn't say that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not banging Jessica Beale or anything. But I do feel I, I feel like I am a, a competent dancer right. and confident. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, y'all give it up for Ross Padger, man. Oh my God, you got. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Oh, they're getting louder. Yeah. And they all died. <laughs> so what's up, Ross, man? How you doing, man? First of all, uh, let me get this out of the way. Very happy to be here. I've been wanting to... I, I love everything that you do, not just uh, creativity, but uh, for Orlando. You are... 
someone that I've been wanting to do a podcast, this podcast, literally anything outside of live comedy with. Okay, I, I'm up. too happy. But to answer your question, how's it been? What was the question? How I think I, it was. How's how you doing? Like, I'm, I'm doing. I'm doing good. We're starting basic now. Uh, life is all right. It's crazy. You feel the pressure of. Uh, I, one thing I've been going through is knowing that comedian is a title that I think gets tossed around and. Although I do consider myself one that also comes with the uh, you're kind of never off. If, yeah. you, if you're yeah. if you're if you're yeah. if you have an off day, you have no work. Well, you should be writing jokes. So uh-huh. there's always a constant pressure of trying. And to And that's make one thing I've always respected about you in particular because it's been times I've seen you and you keep that that book with you, man, and you just be. And I'd be like, man, what the fuck is in there? That's a Bible. Like, what what is that? Like, I, I've got like eight books. Really? I've got eight books. And one of and this I'm about to be on a ninth. Uh, a lot of times, this is if you see me at a comedy club and I'm writing, it could be a fun joke idea. But more mm-hmm. times than not, it's became a tradition. I always write out my set list. It has a one through, depending on how much time I'm on. If I'm supposed to do an hour, I'll go one through twenty five, and I just simply write the title of each joke so I have a better chance of remembering what I'm supposed to say for the next hour. So, how how like. See, that's my thing as a comic. That's what I'm trying to build myself up to to get, like, 30 minutes, get to an hour. Like, how much do you have in the tank? I would, I mean... Like, you ever test yourself to the limit? Like, what was your what I, was your longest time? The longest time I've ever done was an hour. Really? And, uh, and that's honestly not a crazy amount of time. That's almost to be expected from the headliner. A headliner for a traditional comedy show is 45 minutes to an hour. But I would say I have 75 minutes tops and if i'm doing all of that at a show i'm gonna be ashamed and embarrassed over about 30 of those minutes <laughs> 30 of those minutes i'm like this isn't funny i just have to say yeah, it to yeah, fill up yeah, yeah. this 75 minute claim <laughs> so you 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 bombed before oh god yes yes do you remember your first time bombing yes what happened Fuck, yes what happened where you was at i was at the social downtown and i had and i will defend the joke uh-huh. I remember the joke. It was a good joke. It was topical. This was, you remember the NBA lockout? Yeah. All right? The NBA lockout, uh-huh. 2010, maybe 2011. Uh-huh. And, I, and the whole joke premise was saying, uh, man, I just wanted to, I wanted to be a soccer player when I grew up because I wanted to be able to kick stuff hard. I wanted to be a baseball player so I could throw stuff hard. And I always wanted to be a basketball player as a kid so I could do absolutely nothing for the year 2011. That was it. And someone heckled me and goes, that wasn't even a joke. And I was so new. I looked at him and I went, you're right, sir. I apologize. No, man. Ross, you were supposed to get on his ass. I know. It was like the third or, no, it was probably like the sixth or seventh time I've done it. And I'm on a show that's the biggest audience I've ever been in front of at the time. I had no uh, confidence. I, I I was overthinking everything. Yeah, yeah. Still defend the joke. Still, it doesn't work now. It's 2020. You you tried to you tried to do that joke again? Oh, oh I mean, no. I I think I it. I this is how hard I bombed, and this is how hard stand up comedy can be mentally. After that night, I quit for basically a year. I didn't Damn. do stand up for yeah. a year. Because I didn't know what was at risk every time you go up to do- tell jokes. And, that's, you- and you know something? That's what it is mostly. With, is a mental thing with comedy. Because sometimes I get in that mode where I be like, man, I don't know if I should do this show or not. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then you get up there and there's a different... Like, oh, shit, fuck that. I'm the best in the world. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you are right. That was funny. 
I just, uh, it, it, stand-up comedy has given me everything, and it's also made me feel everything from extreme highs to extreme clo- uh, to extreme lows. I mean, that night at the social, I remember I had friends come out. Oh, man, it was one of them bombs. <laughs> There's a girl I had a crush on. Uh, I'm thinking, oh, this is going to go yeah. well. I already got digits. Yep. She obviously likes what I'm throwing down, and yep. here comes, you know, this is here comes all the charisma. And then I just ate a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I ate a dick in oh, front of like man. forty drunk dudes, oh. and it did not go well. Uh, so was you was you always a funny kid or like always a class clown? Uh, I I guess to a certain degree, yeah. I mean, throughout all of high school, I got pretty popular for impersonating a raptor, <laughs> some shit like that, and yeah. uh, that made people happy. But the, I think the I've never thought of myself as super funny. Uh, throughout my entire life, but I've always known that I was very fond of people. I love people. They are the most fascinating thing to me. I love being one. I love knowing them. Uh, <laughs> everything that we see, do, hear, learn, engineer comes from human knowledge and mm-hmm. human experience. Uh, I think humans get a bad rep. Everybody always <laughs> fucking talks shit about a human when they forget, like, yo, you one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget that. I so that's really what got me into comedy and just performing as a whole is because I I love humans and and I think that I can play the weird mental chess game of getting you to make that ha 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 noise. Yeah, I get a kick out of that too. I, but I I always been a, like a like a class clown. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, you ever did do always... a prank? Did you prank people in yeah, high school? Yeah, prank. Well, mostly most of my main thing I used to crack on people. That was my like go to shit. <sighs> like you know what I'm saying? I was a good. Me and Jolly, you know, we went to school together, so that was our shit. That makes we me had happy. To, we had to crack. We went to Carver Middle School, so we had to. You went to Car. I went to Carver. Yeah, all right. That's a lie. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> trying to get yeah, any right. like ability on this Yo, podcast. That fuck, this this interesting. No, this shit was finna get so interesting. Like, really? Yeah, what? no, no. I I went to Oak Ridge Middle School. I got kicked out of middle school. Oh shit! I so I didn't. I wasn't. Joking on people. I got I got in huge trouble in middle school. Really? Yeah, I brought an airsoft gun to my bus stop. You know, some real white children shit. <laughs> what what the fuck is an airsoft gun? Airsoft gun is a spring-loaded pellet gun. Oh. But the problem was is that it was right around Columbine. And it looked real? Too? And it looked like a straight Beretta. Oh, man. So I was running around my bus stop with a Beretta. And uh, they, if you did not know this, do not like that. Oh, not, not a fan. What did you got expelled? I got expelled five and a half months, went to an alternate program. Which one you went to? I went to Excel. Uh, I went to Phoenix. It was, this was yeah. down in Southwest Florida. Oh, okay. This Southwest. Okay. I was born and raised in Naples. Okay, so you from Naples. I'm Naples. from, I was born and raised in Naples where they play golf and take Oxycontins. <laughs> That's what they do. That's what all Naples, Naples people do. Oh, okay. Oxys and break par. What made you come out to Orlando? <laughs> uh, my brother. My brother is everything to me. Okay. He is a he is a half brother, half dad. Okay. He, uh, he he was also a performer, and to be honest with you, a far better one. He just doesn't do stand up. He's a great actor, better musician. Uh, he lived in Orlando, worked in the theme parks, and uh, definitely looked up to him. Still do, and uh, just moved to Orlando. Yeah. And then I couldn't pay rent, and he kicked me out. <laughs> and that ended up being one of the best decisions ever. Ever. It made you get on your shit, right? It made me learn some shit. Yeah. 
Yeah. I was just at the theme park today, matter of fact. Yeah, you were at Volcano Bay. Yeah, I went to the Bay today, man. You went to the Bay today. I went to the Bay today, man. Give me a review. You like it? You like the volcano? Love I love it. Oh, you know what? The volcano fucked me up, though. Really? It went a little hard. Yeah. Like, when I rolled that, that was it. That was I was done for the day. Like, you know what? That's it. It's time to go home. Uh, engage the vertigo. <laughs> that shit is like 240 steps. Yeah. Up. And then I got in the little fucking thing and, and went down that motherfucker. I couldn't breathe. Oh, man, Volcano 1, D-Rock 0. <laughs> yeah, like, and I was done after that. But no, I had a good time, man. Uh, I've been going to Universal for like 30 years. Now. I, so I used to work at Universal. Yeah, I, I heard you was shaggy, right? I, was, I, used to, I used to chug deuces next to a big Great Dane. Yeah, you, that is and true. And you know something? You look like shaggy. Like, I do. Naturally. Yeah, yeah. They they did the casting right. <laughs> <laughs> I always, how, how I always, did that go? Like you went in there for that position? Yeah, or? they they have a hardcore walk-in, one-minute monologue mm-hmm. at, do, with the voice, with oh, all man. the. I know you killed that shit. Didn't I you? I enjoyed it. I don't know if I killed it, but I uh, I did it for a couple of years, and that that job and that gig is truly a priceless memory. I I, I made friends and had moments that I know that I'll take to the grave. Okay. It's it, it's very cool because you end up. As playing Shaggy, you end up becoming friends with Freds, yeah. with Daphne's, with yeah, Thelma's, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Scooby's. So it ended up being kind of like uh, the real mystery gang. Like we ended up, you know, we didn't solve any mysteries, but we solved the mystery of beers after work. Do you ever get to fuck Daphne? Uh... No, 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 unfortunately not. No, no, no Daphne connection. But I will say this, my girlfriend... Is Marilyn Monroe? Oh, don't even know if I should say that. Probably shouldn't, but you, 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 you go with the character. There. Well, I mean, I didn't go after the character. I enjoyed. No, saying, I yeah. enjoyed the person, but yeah. I just want people to know that I'm dating out of my league. If a Shaggy is dating <laughs> a Marilyn Monroe, something's working. All right, someone's charming. Or maybe he can actually dance. One of the two. You and this dancing, I gotta see you dance. Man. Well, we got a table. Play. I mean, you you put some liquor in me and. This guy all of a sudden starts causing a friction storm. You know, I'm I'm down to grind. I'm down to dance. I got some dance moves. And that was honestly the first thing. Dancing was the first thing that I fell in love with when it came to anything entertainment. Really? I could never do choreography. I smoked that ability out of my brain years ago. <laughs> I don't know how dancers... Yeah. Yeah, get do that. Eight get counts. One, two, three, four, yeah, five, okay, I, on I, five, six, now seven, eight. I'm like, move your thumb. I think the answer's 26. Yeah. Was that a, was that a math question? Yeah. I I do not know choreography, but you put me, uh, I was at a wedding recently. Uh, oh, move aside, move aside. About to cut some rugs. Uh, I, I was, uh, I enjoyed dancing so much that I danced in front of my entire high school at like a talent show. Really? And then the school hit me up and was like, we'll give you free tickets to prom if you open up the dance floor. Get the fuck out of here. And I opened up my dance floor to Daft Punk's Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. Oh, that's that jam too. Yeah, yeah, no, that's my shit. Daft Punk is my yeah. numero uno. Yeah, that's what I said. That, that shit makes you dance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm Especially with a little with a little drink in you know. A little drink in you, a little Daft Punk. <laughs> it's over. You go Daft Punk to bump, Game over. <laughs> so, what's your top five comedian? Top five. Oh shit! That is such a. It, it's. 
I could spend 30 minutes on this, but I'm not going to. No, let's go no, ahead. We're here to talk, man. No, number five, some per, uh, one person who I've always respected was Steve Martin. Yeah, Steve, Steve Martin. Steve was a beast. Steve Martin changed the game, uh, and he didn't even do it for, like, that long. Mm-hmm. He just, he was so atomic. I would give number five Steve Martin. Number four. Four, I'm going to give it to Cat. I lo- I've always loved Cat. Cat's yeah, <laughs> an animal, bro. And I have no sh- You ready for this? I'll look right into the camera, right uh-huh. into your eyes. Cat Williams is funnier than Kevin Hart. Yeah. On a stage, stand-up comedy. Yeah. Uh, sure, Cat Williams can't make a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not a movie star. Uh-huh. But if you put those two cats in a comedy club, I oh, got Cat. Yeah. Oh, day. All day. I don't even think Cat writes shit. Like you know what I'm saying. I think he's just naturally. It's just funny. That person is funny. He's he's that tiny. He's who's tinier, him or Hart? I think I don't know. It's got to be. His name is Cat. Yeah, Cat. Cat might got him. Like, yeah, Cat. Cat. Cat might be a little a tad shorter than Kevin Hart. Oh, number three. I'm gonna go with Theo Vaughn. Okay. Been back in a lot of Theo Vaughn recently, and these aren't really in any order. I can maybe a number one could be in order. Number two of all time, I would give it to Carlin. Carlin. Carlin was a beast. Carlin is frustratingly good, and, and as a comedian, I get jealous when I watch yeah. him because he's getting to say. Uh, he hits you with them smart ass like. Them, yeah, I, I've like, never. Fuck, d- how can I not think of that? I've never done stand up comedy or have made a uh, a piece of art. That had people walk out going, man, I just learned like a bunch of shit. I yeah. gotta go look yeah. into that. You yeah. watch my set, you you'll hopefully laugh a fair amount, and you'll walk out going, man, that that kid's pretty stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not learning that anything. Motherfucker's crazy. And I, I've always been a, I've never wanted to be a uh, performer entertainer that if an audience member sees me at work doing my thing and they walk out going oh i think i'm a republican now or oh yeah, i think yeah. i'm a democrat yeah now. i don't I, think I, i'm a political i don't want any my thing no, no it's a comedy club i share very little opinion yeah. during my set me too the one the one opinion that i do share and i love telling it in front of a room of a bunch of white people that I love looking at them and going, white people have been stealing black people's culture for a very long time. Oh, and I could just feel white people go like, oh, oh shit. Why, why are you, you telling our secrets? You, you did that shit Friday and motherfuckers never, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's a whole punchline, but I'm not going to just do my bits. You have to come out to see a show. Yeah, but definitely. I love telling, I, that that is an opinion that I do genuinely believe in. And it's like one of three opinions that I think I share during a 45-minute set. Uh, number one, it's almost a hacky response at this moment, but it's got to be Chappelle. It's, I, I mean, growing, growing up off a of Chappelle show, uh, his killing him softly, yeah. I, I believe, if that's yeah. the one he's wearing blue, yep. and I think it's shot in D.C., that was one of the first pieces of adult entertainment that I fully grasped. Mm-hmm. Um, bitch, I live in a fucking trash can was... Probably still to date the hardest I've ever laughed at anybody's stand-up comedy. Mm. And I know it's a very easy answer, but I mean he's he's number one. Yeah, Dave is definitely the goat, bro. Like he's the, his his range is his like is just crazy. Like he do so much shit. Like he can act. He can do sketch. Like the fucking Rick James shit to this day is like one of the greatest. I I, I mean, shits and ever, bro. He just said he is. 
he is the best for our generation. Definitely. I mean, if you talk to somebody who's 60, 70, they might say something else, but I, I can't think of a more profound and better comedian. And I've only been on this planet for 31 years than Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave. Dave is a goat, bro. You only 31. I'm 31. Okay, you're getting up there, man. I'm getting up there, man. I, I gotta tell you, people are always telling me 30 that it's gonna hit you. 31 was what hit me. 31. Why 31. 31 was the year that was like, yeah. Yeah, it did hit me. Like, 30, I was like, no, oh, cool. It yeah, still yeah, ends yeah. with a zero. That's really close to the 20s. And then, but at 31, I was like, yeah, that shit's never coming back. <laughs> 20s is dead over. Yeah, we we just started over at one. We're back at one. Yeah, that shit is, like, brutal, man. Yeah, 31... I, I've always uh, I've always thought it's really easy to think in your 20s like, man, age ain't nothing but a number. Mm-hmm. And then you get a little older and you're like, actually, uh, it's 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 it is something. Oh, man. Wait till you get to 40, man. I just hit 40. 40. Yeah. And, and I, I can't complain about age too much because in the God honest truth is that. I'm just happy to be alive. Like, yeah. so think about how many people that, you know, that has passed away oh, in their sh- 20s. Man, shit. I know motherfuckers passed away in their teens. Like, you know, I'm from the hood. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, shit got kind of rough a bit at that point in time for us. So I, I, that's what, every time I always get, uh, if I ever get a little bummed out about being 31 and, and thinking, like, are any best days behind me or are they in front of me? I always think, like, fuck all that nonsense. Yeah. I'm happy to be I'm alive. Still here. Like, I'm yeah, still yeah. here. And accidents happen all the time. I'm just happy to to still be breathing. There's too much to be happy about for me to just walk around going, oh, I'm old. <laughs> but let it be known, when I'm 70, 80, we got to do this again. Cause <laughs> Shit, we going to do this before that. <laughs> I am going to be a monster as an old person. Me too. I'm right? already an old person. I got skinny jeans on and shit. I still smoke I'm gonna, weed. I'm going to break every law when I'm 80. You want to break the law when I'm going to do some gnarly shit when I'm 80. No doubt. Guaranteed. Got it on camera. On my 80th birthday. You better check my safes. You better look at my notepads and make sure that I'm not scheming. I guess 80. I mean, go out with a bank. Rob a bank. You're going to get caught. But who cares? You're going to look cute doing it. <laughs> You're 80. <laughs> look at this little... They're going to send your ass to like three years. Yeah, shit, three yeah, years yeah. He was sentenced to life, which was two hours. <laughs> like, who, who cares? Sentenced to three years to death. I turn 80. Watch out. Man, you make a lot of dope-ass skits, too, man, by the way, man. I, I really enjoy the skits you do, man. I uh, appreciate that um, more than you know. No, definitely, because, man, like, we... Like, watching your skits is like a, a, a movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the Orlando... Oh, that shit was fucking hilarious. If Orlando was a movie? What? Oh, my God. That we, shit was hilarious. We went all out. Who David Jolly is in that. And like, that shit was hilarious, He bro. He was the funniest thing to record for that two-minute video. That So, that sketch... Uh, the reason why, I, whenever someone compliments... I think it hits me harder when someone compliments the sketches more so than the stand-up is because the sketches take... A immense amount of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that sketch is about a minute and 52 seconds, and it took about 20 hours of filming over a span Damn. of two days of going from location to location, location yeah. to make sure the actors are at the right place. Uh, it was just, and then week uh, 12, 
14, two weeks of editing to get it down right Oof. down to the frame. Yeah, because whoever chopped that shit up. Yeah. You, you chopped it up? It or? was it was me and another guy. So that shit is like, man, like, fuck. I always take pride in going, I also edit my own videos, and I'm not the best editor, but I do know some of the basics, but uh, it's because I get to work with people like uh, Matt Cairns, who also... He was the one who's behind the camera. I walked up to him with an idea, and I said, here here are some of the jokes I got. Here's the idea, and you're the only guy who I know who can pull this off. And then he, uh, that for that sketch specifically, he edited it on his computer, and then I just kept coming over and going, no, drop that, yeah. add that. That looks good. That doesn't. So it was a tedious thing. Uh, but hey, four hundred thousand views on Facebook. I think a hundred thousand on YouTube. Oof. I'll take it. Damn, boy, that, that shit doing numbers, man. But man, David Jolly, man, I, that that day of filming David Jolly, we just needed to film David Jolly flipping hamburgers because there was no <laughs> way uh, I was going to make a sketch called "If Orlando Was a Movie" and make a movie trailer for Orlando and not include any of our black community in central florida mm -hmm. there was no way i was like oh, who who can i get for this for this small david, jolly. david jolly is gonna kill this of course and he ended up doing shit that wasn't even in the in the script and that was like <laughs> yeah we're keeping that that's gold that's gold fucking jolly you know jolly crazy for real like jolly is like that for real yeah like, he's not a like that joking shit y'all be seeing, that's that's him for real. He is the man. Like, he's really like that. He really takes his shirt off everywhere we go. He, <laughs> like, he's like, those shits are not jokes. Like, you know what I'm saying? Orlando is not ready for David Jolly. I don't think the world is ready I for don't Jolly. Think he, I don't think the world is. I'm trying to do my part, put him in a couple of videos, but... But I appreciate that. Sketches, uh, it's cool to get paid from YouTube once a month. It's not a crazy amount of money. It's about like 150 bucks, I think, on average. Shit, that's good. But it, And it's all from one video. That's good and, as hell, shit. It, not from one. It's from a bunch, but there's one video that definitely jumps out to be the most viral thing. Is that thing. your most viral video? No. If Orlando was a movie, is not. There's a sketch that I did three years ago now, which is insane to think about. But it's called A Baby Boomer versus a Millennial. And uh, it just keeps racking up views. Every every day someone is watching that video. I I think I snuck around the YouTube algorithm, and now it's just one of the first videos for uh, whenever you YouTube baby boomer or yeah. millennial, which wow. are incredibly yeah. hot yeah. buzzwords. Mm -hmm. And then my video is one of the first ones that pops up, and it's just a job interview that I... Uh, that I wrote between me and my partner in crime and Joel Warren. A lot of people think it's all me. I'm just smart enough to go ahead and reach out and ask for help. There's my advice. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Uh, I, I think I'm an all right writer. Mm -hmm. I, I, I think it, I'm okay at it, but I also know that for this idea to be the best possible and to make this idea, to give it justice in what I'm imagining, Let's get people who are, uh, whether it be a better writer or someone who's better behind a camera. I can do it, but I also know that there's a cosmos of information about the for the person behind the camera. There's a cosmos yeah, of information yeah. for someone who only writes or someone who is only a producer. So there's my advice. That's the one thing you can take away from this is that don't be afraid to ask for help. Uh, the worst they can do is no, and more times than not, 
you'll have someone just be uh, a creative-minded person, and they usually end up saying yes. And that's another thing I respected about you. The last show we did together, you had gave me some pointers for my set, and the fucking tags and pointers was so brilliant that I was just like, yo. Yeah, it was a Chewbacca tag, yeah, right? Like, I was like, yo, Ross is like the... The, he's my favorite comic well, you're, in Orlando. Like, yeah, he was, yeah, like you have to understand is that like the only reason why I gave those tags is because the joke was already funny, and I just I was. It's a lot of comedians get all upset about that. I'm happy that you Hell took nah, that, man. and and it wasn't like hey you're doing this wrong. I was just like hey. Yeah, the, here's a possibility that I I'm one of them. I, I don't mind a writer. And pe- shit. <laughs> people get uh, very upset about another comedian going, hey, have you thought about this? Or I just thought of this tag for this one bit of yours because I would never say anything that I didn't think of. Mm. It's just grab yourself out of the situation. Does not make the joke better? And does not make the people laugh harder? That's what I've always been focused on. Like so, I, I really appreciate that too, by the way. Anytime. That shit was like, man. It was a, I re, that Chewbacca joke is pretty good. Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, wow, wow. I don't oh, want to give it out, but if nah, I yeah, you gotta save that for the show. Yeah, man. you gotta say you gotta come out for a show. You gotta come, gotta out, come out, for the out, show, out to man. the show. And how how you how you been working during this pandemic, man? This pen like it's been harder than I thought. Mm-hmm. It uh having no stand up comedy for months. I've done two shows. Uh, since the pandemic has started and just in, within the last couple of weeks, those first couple of months, like I, I think I grossly underestimated how much the I, how much of an identity I had with stand up comedy. Yeah. So then when you take out stand up comedy, I don't know. I, I went to some dark spots of going like, wait, this is that was it. That's what I put all my all my effort and uh, ambitions into alongside with sketch comedy. But. I, uh, you took the pandemic, COVID-19, which I had. We can talk about that. Yeah. Don't have it now. We're good. So you you caught it. You oh, caught. man, I had that shit. You had it and oh, you got tested positive? Had it, tested positive, really? tested again, negative. Oh, yeah. But it, it really it, it sucked because I wasn't a stand-up comedian. A stand-up comedian is someone who does stand-up comedy. Yeah. And, you're not and, doing and that there's no fucking stand-up comedy right now. Yeah. So it, it was kind of a mental thing, but it's still nice to, that gigs are coming back. Okay. But you're on the radio, though, right? I like, am on the radio, but there's there's a magic that happens in a live theater that, that fulfills yeah. my soul more, infinitely yeah. more than doing a radio show. Uh, I, I just love live yeah, I too. love live entertainment that's right in front of you on a stage. Like, how did you get down with the radio, man? How did that go about it? Uh, stand-up comedy. I, I won a stand-up competition, and uh, what they do... I So, Real Radio, shameless plug, that's the station that I'm on. Shout wearing out to Real their, Radio. <laughs> wearing their retro shirt. 104.1. Uh, that's McDonald's. <laughs> the They were having a stand-up comedy show, and then the winner of that show was given $1,000 in a weekly segment on one of their radio programs and I won that and then off that weekly uh, radio segment I did something enough that uh, there was someone who I did not know was looking at me as a serious candidate of hiring me hiring me to be on radio full time Uh, but he existed I was doing something decent enough and he gave me a spot on his show and that person is Jim Colbert and now I'm on the Jim Colbert show, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Raw Thoughts, which is my segment where they go 
Uh, we trust you. Say anything. Yeah. Uh, that happens Monday through Friday at 6 o'clock, and it's its own podcast. And the numbers came back, and it's not that bad. So that makes me really happy. So is it hard, like, containing being censored on the radio versus... Because uh, I think that would be something hard for me to do is, like, to really censor myself. I don't know how to do that. Like, Oh, man, it's... It's uh, I think it's hard for like a day or two, and then you realize, yeah, okay, okay, then you realize you can't say, uh, fuck or shit pretty yeah. quick, and yeah. if you do, it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, has that happened to you? Uh, I've never cursed. I don't, I, I don't remember any time that I've cursed, but I have been dumped, yeah. and uh, dumped is whenever you say something that's too egregious or too far. Yeah. Like, I, hey, I, hey, I, hey. Yeah. <laughs> so what they'll do? It is live radio, but there's a dump button. We're on a 16 second delay. So if I do slip out a, a accidental shit, um, they'll dump that. It, it erases the last eight seconds of what the listener hears, and then it builds up that bank over a period of time to go back to 16 seconds really? of a delay. It's kind of this yeah. weird. There's a sorcerer in the board over there. I, I'm still confused on how it works. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like, really? That's not that shit If works? someone does curse live on air, we have the ability to erase it. It's just going to sound really bad uh, yeah, yeah. over the, the radio because it's just going to jump eight seconds into the future. <laughs> it, it does not sound good. Like, wait a minute. He was just talking about popsicles. He was like, just talking about popsicles. Now he's not. Yeah, like, what the fuck? What do you mean your daughter's going to school tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we're back to the school thing. Uh, but uh, radio's insane. It 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 really is. It's it's nuts to think that it it is my job. I think sometimes I, I have a hard time thinking that I'm even worthy because the the radio station is truly legendary. Mm-hmm. They they are they are amazing. They yeah. they've been around in, in Orlando staple now for over 30 years they they are the first word that comes to my mind when i think of real radio is uh legendary and it's a yeah, an honor I, you know i know about them because uh tom and dan you know those, those are my boys man. tom and dan are the shit you know they're my boys there and that's the because i had a friend of mine white guy um he used to listen to tom and dan years ago i'm mm-hmm. talking about like when they was on the radio like, yeah you know what i'm saying so he used to always tell me about hey man you should go to a tom and dan show what I was like, okay, whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? One of these days. Yeah. And how I got with Tom and Dan is um, when I was rapping, this is probably like 10 years ago, um, I was downtown one day just passing out CDs, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I think Dan's wife got a hold of the CD and they played it on the way home drunk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the music I, I used to make was borderline comedy, basically. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't, like, I make hard shit, but it's funny. Like, I had this one song called. Driving down I four, get your dick sucked. Great, like you know what I'm saying. And they fell in love with. The well, shit. that's the only good thing that can happen on I four. You know what I'm saying? Like riding down I four, nigga getting fucked up. Yeah, bitch in the front seat, dick getting sucked up. And they just went crazy over that. And they invited me to come do their show. Now this is back when uh, Dan had everything at the crib. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what the fuck a podcast was. I was like, what the fuck or who? A pod what? Yeah, so I go in the house, and I'm like, oh, shit, why is your house built like a radio station? A podcast, I don't fish. And they, that's what they was telling me. It was like, no, this is what you do. We pre-recorded. You, you, you be uncensored. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, you know what I'm saying? And ever since then, man, they, they kind of like, I ain't going to say kind of. They've kept me in the game. 
That's awesome. So um, I, I gained a lot of their followers. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, because I didn't know how big those guys were. Man, yeah, no, they, they're, they, they are one of, they're also on real radio still. They do yeah, uh, corporate. A, yeah, a corporate time. They do a, a show right after the show that I'm on. And yeah. although I don't see them, they are also all beloved. They yeah, they put them. in work here in Central oh, yeah, Florida, man. entertaining the. I masses. just did. I just performed for them uh, at their anniversary, the ten year anniversary show. Man, fucking, I think it was ten twenty thousand people out there. Yeah, that sounds about right. Fucking crazy, bro. It's a lot of people. Like fucking. It was like, Wall like, Street, right? Yeah, we was at Wall Street, man, and that shit was like, holy shit! Like what? But the crazy shit is, everybody sung. I got this one particular song mm-hmm. that just. Put it like this, we hated the song when we made it. We hated it. It was like, just throw it on the album to fill up the album. It's called Beat That Pussy Down. Okay. Man, when I tell you I performed this shit, 10,000 people singing this shit word for word. I'm Done, like, right? Like, what, what the what? fuck? Y'all know the song better than me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, holy <laughs> shit, bro. You and, come up here and rap this. I don't remember it. So, man, I got a, I got a lot, a lot of love. Man, give it up for goddamn time and damn, man. Yes. Like, I love those guys, man. Shout out to Tom and Dan, man, but... You got all these buttons. What other buttons do you got? Is that uh, it? Okay, I'm happy that I haven't gotten one of those. Unless somebody getting stabbed or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the little jokey joke. Oh, we got it right. Uh, uh, okay. I thought I just got onto the subway on that. Oh, I need to start using these. These are... Yeah, I like this. Yeah, and... That's my little intro. Oh. <laughs> so, man, you ever thought about being in movies or anything like that? Um, I would love to. The, the The thing about being in a movie or anything like that is, uh, it's such a it, the the climb to be an uh, an actor who's known to be cast in movies is is a climb that I do not wish upon any of my enemies. <laughs> I I do I know some uh, some movie actors. I mean, they're just actors that in that pursue film. I shouldn't call them movie actors, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I don't with the whole, with the whole headshot, resume, walk-in, audition. It's uh, I, I would be down if the right opportunity presented it, it, it itself. But I would not, I would not uh, pursue that as a full-time thing. I love stand-up comedy. Yeah, I don't think I could. Um... Do acting as a full time thing too. I I've, I've, I have a problem learning lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot of lines. Yeah, you like you, a lot of lines. Like and it's like oh shit, I couldn't do this for a living. I tried like but like this. I'm actually in a couple of movies that's coming out, but even that was like I did everything off the top of my head. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I I know damn well I couldn't do no fucking script, and I was like I don't know how Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio and Denzel them do this shit. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying like. Man, you know what I just you brought up Denzel? Did not know this. John David Washington is Denzel's kid. The lead actor yeah, in Black. Know I had no idea. Yeah, you know. I had no idea that that's Denzel's son. Yeah. That definitely. was that was me yesterday. Sorry. That was what, a, what it like this. When I first found out, I I seen him on uh what was that goddamn movie I seen his son in? Um fuck. The Klansman. Black Klansman. Klansman, yeah. Love that movie. Me too. I love that movie. But that's when I learned. I was like, holy shit, that's your fucking son. Like, yeah, and he can act. He was actually good. I love that great. fucking movie. That movie's great. That Adam movie Driver's great in yeah. it. 
I love that movie, man. That movie is like it, it. It's one of those uh slow slow cookers. Yeah. So, but when it when it hits you, it's like oh shit, yeah. Like the ending was like and, fucking dope. And man. as soon as I got done watching the movie, I was like, let's let me see how much of this is true. Oh. Yeah. The the moment where he takes a photo with David Duke. Yeah. At the place, and he's mm-hmm. being a security. That's a real moment. Yeah. He straight up walked up and took a photo with. The lead head person of the KKK. <laughs> yeah, Just to troll him. I love... Oh, yeah. That movie's great. Fantastic. You Spike listen. Lee, right? Yeah, yeah, Spike. Definitely Spike. Spike's been doing his thing lately, too, man. He he fell off a little bit, but now nah, lately... I've seen... That one was a good one, and uh, the, the Five Bloods. I've seen that one recently. That Netflix, was, right? Yeah. Was, I know somebody who's in that movie. Really? Yeah. There's a local actor um, that... who's He's the stunt double for Black Panther. Oh wow! Yeah, really? Camille Lamar. That's dope yeah. as shit. Yeah, no, he's uh, a matter of fact. The Five Bloods got a lot of damn stunting. And I'm quite sure. He yeah, was, yeah, he was one of those uh, one of those stunt guys. He's a super good guy. We've had him on the radio before. But so here's I've got some questions for you. Okay, no problem. Let's do this. We gotta we gotta make some more stuff, and that's always the pressure that I put myself mm-hmm. under. If I ever have a pimple, it's because I've stressed myself into. Uh, thinking that I'm not doing enough, but we gotta, we gotta make another. Vi- I gotta get you in a video. Man, look. I have had, I've had a couple of ideas. Mm-hmm. Okay, and one of them completely is connect. You would, I would need your help. Mm-hmm. So the idea is, is that I am Central Florida's superhero. Mm-hmm. My sidekick is David Jolly. Oh shit. We are roommates in the hood. Oh shit! I'm, I'm. Y'all could come tape at my house and everything. All right. So this is what I'm th- just, just so I can walk out in a bug outfit, as, uh, as I fight my arch nemesis, the mosquito, and I am the love bug. <laughs> I, that's my superhero name. I'm the love bug. And what's your special powers? Uh, no, I'm fighting crime. That I, I don't even know about. Uh, I, I can tell you what my weaknesses are. What? Windshields. <laughs> <laughs> so what Jolly's gonna play? David Jolly's my sidekick. He's just like, man, this is a crazy ass white boy. But I like him. He's fighting crime. So <laughs> he's, what? He, he's a he's a love bug too. Yeah, he's like love bug junior or something. Oh, so shit, so by is... the end, that he ends up getting his own costume as well. Oh man, let's do this. What, I, what, what I, do I have to do? I don't know. I don't, I just know that it's a it's a huge project, and we even started writing some of the dialogue for it. Me and my friend. What is, what is love bug's enemies besides? Car. Like, is it another insect they beef with? Like, like maybe mosquitoes? Yeah, that's what I said. I, I want to be mosquito or something. Yeah, I'd yeah. Like, you know, I'd be mosquito. Like, <laughs> mosquito. Yeah, I, it was a, it was an idea I've always had of just going, that would be so funny. I just love the idea of uh, just looking ridiculous in one of Orlando's hoods. I just, just in a big-ass bug costume. Uh, you more than welcome to come to my hood. On my block. <laughs> It'd be so dope. Everybody'd be like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" Exactly. But it'd be great footage. Yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Great footage. I would love. I I've always thought that would be super super funny. Uh, I'm definitely down with that, man. You listen to any rap music? All the time. Who are you listening to? Who was the last rapper? It's usually just like a mix. Um, the the last rap album that I've listened to, and not when it first came out, but Life of Pablo. I was just listening to Kanye yeah. West like two yeah, days I love ago. Easy. That's my boy. And then it's peaks and valleys for me, at least, when it comes to Kanye. But uh, I, what I have found out is that I usually always end up liking his music. 
Oh, I love his music. Even though, even the songs that I'm like, man, this shit is whack. I listen to it like a fourth time. I'm like, I get it. This, yeah, this, shit. this shit bumps. That's how it was with that uh, one album he did. What was that fucking album? Man? 808. Nah, actually, I, that was the first one I hated. Then that I was ended the, up loving. It. Uh, yeah, right. That's the that was like, the eight oh eight and heartbreaks is the first album that made me like, oh like, no, no. Yeah. Like yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This shit is crap. And then like a year later, I'm like, he was before his time. It took, it took, it took me. It took me three years in a, in a, in a, in a heartbreak to uh, get 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 in that album. Yeah, it's only like ten tracks or eight tracks. I remember like, I had a broke up. Album. I had broke up with a girl and, and like. It's like I'm always listening to this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure um, you know I was like, yeah, I feel him, man. This shit. I had the oh, eight before his time. But now I got the heartbreak. Then he had another album that I was just like, what the fuck is this shit? It was it didn't have no cover. It uh, had them weird ass beats on there and shit. The uh, the one rap album that I just added to my library, have not listened to it, and I know that you've been vocal about it. And mm-hmm. this is my number one rapper of all time. And I do not think it's a wrong answer, is Nas. Always yes. enjoyed Nas. Elmatic was one of the first rap albums that someone was like, "This is where you should yeah, start. start." Yeah, and I. So that was your introduction. That was my to first. Nas took my rap virginity. <laughs> you know, Nas was such a a huge thing to, uh, to Shout me. Shout out to Oz too, man. He got a hard ass album, man. Yeah, Jesus, and uh, and Jesus, I've, I like, I man. have it on my i on my uh, music. My Apple Music, but I just haven't gotten to listen to it. But I heard it's great. You, yeah. I got your review from it. You said it's stellar, yeah, uh, it's, and it makes good. me happy that Nas came out with a, a, a just good was, album. I just was more shocked that uh, he sound new. Like you know what I'm saying? It yeah. Sounds like I haven't heard it. Like, it that sounds was, like Nas. that's exciting. It still got that old vibe to it, but he, he got some new it sound up to date. Like I, I haven't took it out since Friday morning. That's awesome. Like I, matter of fact, you can pull up my Spotify now, and that's 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 what's playing on. One there. of my favorite albums is the Nas Damian Marley album. Yeah, man. All of all, every single one of those tracks. And yeah, that's some cool smoking music. Too, oh, man. it's the best. Like that's some real like you put like this when you play that Damian Marley and that Nas album, you have to burn one, man. It's so good. This Distant relatives, that's the name of it. And that's yeah, that's one of the that's when I first started smoking weed as well. Really? Yeah. I now started, when I think I about started it. smoking weed because uh Dr. Dre the Chronic. Yeah? Yeah. I I got what was that? I mean it I didn't start smoking weed because of that album, but I understood weed more because of that album. With I th- Chronic? Yeah, yeah, no, with uh Distant Relatives. Yeah, that that whole album. It's another short album if I remember. It's not yeah, I think it's like ten songs. Right? Yeah, it's not long, but mm-hmm. man. Opening track to yeah. to the end. Yeah, I definitely I keep that one in rotation. I like that's one of my albums I listen to when I'm cleaning up and shit mm-hmm. and getting everything right in the house. Like put it like this, my kids hear that and they they know oh uh, shit. Right? Yes. He's finna clean up. Like you know what I'm saying? So here here's a question another question right. for me to you. Fatherhood. Yay, nay, awesome, worth it. I'm thirty one. I have the right female. I love my girlfriend. Go ahead and throw up in her, man. Yeah, it's, it's like you get. It's not gonna get. I'm not gonna propose to her. I'm going to ask her if it's okay if I throw up in her. Yeah, there you go. That's the same amount of romance. But it's better when you don't even tell her. You just do it. Just do it, and then I high five yeah. her. Yeah. And she's like, "Why'd you high five?" And like, like a couple of weeks later, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> You'll find out. He got your ass, girl. Well, <laughs> why are you gaining weight? Ooh, my fault. <laughs> but no, man, fatherhood is, is excellent, man. I love like I love my kids. Man. I and I so at 31, 
and I I've never been so open to the idea of being a dad and just like I said, thirty one hit. Thirty one yeah. yeah, hit. You starting to wonder like, all right, shit, man. Big picture shit. Five, Am I gonna six, have anybody around me on my yeah, deathbed? Exactly. <laughs> you start thinking about shit like that. Though, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And and sometimes I get uh, overwhelmed with the idea of going. Well, I, I mean, a kid. I mean, if all goes to plan, that sh- that little shit's for life. I gotta look after all. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, that's forever. I'm afraid yeah. to get a tattoo. That's too much commitment for you me. You don't have no tattoos. I don't have any tattoos, and I'm over here signing up to have a kid. You I see mean, what I'm saying? That's a good decision though, because some of these motherfuckers, I wish I could remove. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I could remove some of these motherfuckers on me. There's never a time that you wish you could remove one of those. I see it like I get a little. Sometimes mean patients go sidewards every now and then. I just, like, man, I knew I was a monster of a child. I was a demon. I got in trouble all the time. (laughs) Seventh grade got kicked out. Thank God I learned uh, at the age of 13 that actions and and consequences have a connection. Yeah. yeah. Learn that. You got to learn that the hard way every now and then. Got to touch a hot stove. But (laughs) I just look at myself as a child and I'm like, I don't want any part of trying to raise little me. Yeah. I mean, shit, I got three of them. My son is like me to the 10th power. But um, I took pride on like, hey, man, if you think I'm cool, learn from my mistakes. This is where I fucked up at. Don't do that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't do this. Like, cause, you know, I ain't graduated none of this shit. So, you know, I like, man, go to school, bro. Like, trust me. Like, I'm telling him, I'm like, look, trust me. Yeah, look. Go to school. You don't want to do what I've been doing before all these years to support you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> go to school. Get that shit out the way now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to suck. Me. I understand. Yes. But I, I, I also enjoy your dad voice there. Oh, yeah. Definitely got to. A little grungly. Goddamn, go to school. Yeah. You know what I'm, saying? I'm Batman. Because that's how my dad used to talk to me. Yeah, get the growl? Like, I think my dad, my dad come from that era where he just always had to be mean. Mm-hmm. I just, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, goddamn. Cool. Like, you know Your team just won. Yeah, my dad, man. Shout out to my pops, man. But yeah, man. I, have him, man. Throw up in as soon as possible, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Like, Soon as possible, like don't even waste time, like especially with the way the world going right now, man. We don't know what when, when when it's over with. Well, yeah, we got another pandemic coming up in twenty thirty. I know <laughs> that's some bullshit too. God, man. man, I hate this shit. I hate it. I was I was having a great year before COVID. What? I had that was it. It started in February. I had the biggest show to date ever, and it's not even close. Happening, I think at the start of February, and mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, twenty twenty. And me are gonna it's get looking, along. Yeah, it's looking good. Canceled gig, canceled gig, gig can canceled gig, canceled, canceled. Hey, Ross, is that you? I got back gig canceled. Yeah, just man. I lost a lot of money, but I also I also gained a lot of money. But I lost a lot of money as far as uh, comedy shows, man. Because you know we throw our own shows. Mm-hmm. And we usually throw our shit quarterly or every holiday. And I love doing those shows, man. I love. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be transparent. I love being the only white dude at a black show. Yo, shout out to you. Dog, you are the first white person to come at the Urbity show and fucking kill. I am about it. It is such a fun, uh, creative challenge for me. It's different. It's hard to exactly uh, articulate why it's different. It is. But I I knew. I love it. I knew you would do good. Like, I... 
like I've I've seen your shit so many times. Every time I seen it, it was always different and fucking hilarious. Like you you don't make jokes just for you, you make them for everybody. Like I don't give a fuck what kind of room you gonna be at. Yeah, they gonna laugh at that shit. I I am not trying to make myself laugh with the comedy. I'm trying to make those people in front of me laugh. And I was fun. I was surprised even what I I there are some things that I was like, ooh, please still like me after that. Nah, that shit was hilarious when you <laughs> said when you said you were drunk and threw the fucking chicken paper. In yeah, the <laughs> <laughs> it, it was awesome. But everybody in there felt that shit. Like that shit was so fucking. Then the fucking um. Oh, the fucking bring it on. Oh my god. I said, man, this I, is this is beast mode right here, bro. I was having a lot of fun. And I, and I think that's honestly like a like a lot of pent up like comedy is dying, COVID nineteen, any stage is gonna get it. Yeah. And then I just uh just blacked out for a little bit. No pun intended. Just had it just started I was not thinking, it was yeah. all doing. And it was just living in the moment, which is why some of those things that I was like, oh, God, I would not say that. Shit, I, I looked at someone in the front row, and it was this larger set woman, and I thought it would be really funny to flirt with her because it's just a funny image of her and me in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's where my brain was. was like, this woman would snap me in half. <laughs> She she would break me. But you don't like them big girls. No, I, it's not even that. I just thought it would be really funny to see uh, that amount of coffee with a couple of drips of cream. <laughs> so, I mean, you could hit them, but you just can't let them ride you. Yeah, like, that's how you tear a hip. Fucking no, they break your pelvis. Really? Yeah. You got a broken? Is that why you limp? Nah, I, I, I limp because these jeans are yeah. too small. <laughs> you know, I'm doing my skinny chain thing now, so you know I got. <clears throat> But I I looked at that girl and I was flirting and I was in the moment comedy is happening and all that and I said uh, something like that's a whole lot of coffee I'm sure you're looking for some cream do you want some one percent do you want some two percent or do you want some whole milk and <laughs> I, as soon as I said it I was like ugh but it was so fucking funny it bro. did work yeah it was and you know why is uh someone just worded it the best that i better than i ever could have i think the biggest difference between a show like that at an urban show black show whatever you want to call it a uh, fun show is what i usually tend to call it uh versus let's say a bunch of 23 year old white people at a coffee shop is that you cannot give a fuck at that show Friday You yeah. cannot yeah. Second guess yourself nope. It's all doing No thinking Trust yourself And make that jump That's That would be the Best advice I can give To anybody Trying to do their uh, First Urban show I be telling people Come to the urban shows We have more fun man. Yeah you do I'm gonna like, be honest with you. Yes, the answer to that is yes. But I think yes. a lot of guys just be scared because I brought uh, Chris Crespo there, man, and I, I'm a big fan of him too, man. I think he's hilarious, and he was up there cooking until somebody was like, "Hey, man, let so so get on the stage next," and he just like, "Yeah, I mean that would be hard to take personally." Yeah, I was but like, whoa, bro, you supposed to keep going? Like, fuck him, like you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, no, that's part of it. <laughs> like exactly, right. I was like, fuck him, you got to keep going, bro. You can't. He's like, but he was just so loud, and I was like, nah, fuck that, bro. I, shit happens like that at an urban spot, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, I was, because uh, I did a whole radio segment about Friday's show yesterday, and I told him, I said, there's a, because I've also bombed in front of an urban crowd before, too. Like, mm -hmm. don't get the script flipped. Yeah. I have <laughs> bombed before in front of some black audience. Only one black audience, I, and I've only done maybe like 10 or 12 urban shows, but... 
I was hosting for Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce. And I walk out and I just immediately know like this isn't working. Oh, you <laughs> walked out and just. I like... walked out. I hit the stage, grabbed the mic, and it. J- and I said, "What it be like?" Said something. And there was just no response. I think they were expecting Bruce Bruce at yeah, that moment yeah. to start the show. I don't know what that audience thought. I, I still do not know. But I ended up bombing. I did six shows with them. It only happened once. But uh, one of the worst moments, too, is that I'm bombing, right? I get, like, a small enough laugh for me to go, fuck it, eject, get yeah. out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as the show happens, you still did your job. Yeah. All right, everybody, good luck, see you. Yeah, like, let's get this over with. I go ahead, I introduce the feature actor name. I'll never forget this. Her name was Duchess Coco the Princess. Duchess Coco the Princess is going to be your next comedian, guys. Please put your hands together for Duchess Coco the Princess. She walks out. I walk into the green room, and then a server, this is at the Orlando Improv, the server walks up to me and goes, hey, man, she wants you back out there. I said, what? Exactly. Your face, my face, same face. There's no reason, any explanation that I can think of why the host is supposed to come back out during the feature set. Yeah. I go, all right, what's up? I walk out there, and she goes, you're going to do that again. I said, all right, what's up? What 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 happened? What happened? She goes, these people are awake. They're not ready. You need to get these people ready. I just bombed my dick off, man. These people hate my ass. You brought my ass back up here so I can reintroduce you. I don't know what got a hold of me, but I looked at this artist and I said, where are my motherfucking dogs at? What happened? <laughs> Room, I said, and I got them. I just, yeah, started, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just started doing some shit, and it worked. And I said, now keep that applause going for Duchess Coco. The princess! I just really hyped it up, and then she walked out, and it worked. Very strange moment, but I'm very happy that we I figured it out trying to bring her up. Very uh, weird, very weird weekend with Bruce Bruce, but Bruce Bruce was very, very cool. Very cool. Shout out to Bruce Bruce, man. Before we ride out, man, how can they find your videos? How can they find your YouTube? Wouldn't you be on the radio, man? Plug them all in, man. Okay. First of all, Ross Paget. The Ross is spelled like sauce. That's R-A-U-C-E. Word on the street is it's because I'm on top of shit. <laughs> right? Uh, Ross Paget's comedy, that's on Facebook, that's on YouTube. If you can, subscribe to me on YouTube. That's the only outlet that I get paid for the videos, unfortunately. Um, and also for the radio, I'm on the Jim Colbert Show. That's Monday through Friday, five days a week from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., and then Ross Thoughts, which is its own radio segment that's at 6 o'clock, and it gets posted as a podcast. So you could subscribe to just my radio segment if you want, right, which man. is called Ross Thoughts. You said Thoughts. the show you was on there Friday talking about us. What, that's up yet? Yeah. I'm going to go check that it's, out. It's called Gotta Love Urban Shows. That's Gotta the name of the episode. <laughs> okay, okay, that's I was what it is. Ripping through Henny Cupcakes. I just uh you you were before we get out of here I want I wanted to touch on one series yeah. you you did touch on it you're talking about that how some people are scared of that show on mm-hmm. Friday and and I, I that's the thing a lot of people ask me like how was that show every time I do an urban show you should know I got yeah. a bunch of white comedians yeah. going like how do you do it, it? Like, what is it, it? Yeah. what's the trick and all that 
and is that you can't be scared because you're not scared at a totally white audience. So why are you scared at the opposite? Uh, Straight up. That's the one thing uh, that I see a lot, a lot of white people do is simply put, not do a podcast like this. I hate seeing white people scared of black people, and I see it all the time. And I just wanted to just don't be scared. Please don't, white people, man. You have no idea of how much more life you are missing out on. Straight up, man. Y'all heard it here first from Ross Padgett, man. I'd like to thank you for coming through, man. No, thank you. This is one of my goals I wanted to do. I was like, I got to get Ross on the show. It man. was a mutual goal, my friend. It was also on my to-do list now for over a year. Finally happy. Tough. Also, uh, shout out to, uh, what's the name of the studio? O-Rap. rap Studio for being a creative uh, masterpiece yeah, in so much shit going on in here. Orlando. Yeah. Yeah. I walk in and he told me Boosie was here last week. I'm like, yeah. makes sense. Didn't yeah. know every, this place every, existed. Everybody come here and record, man. This is the spot, man. Well, yeah. Oh, rap or no rap, man. Oh, rap, no rap. I'm gonna yeah. buy a t shirt, maybe a mug. <laughs> Gotta get some more merch Thank here. Thank you, Ross, for coming in, man. Yo, anytime. You know what I'm saying? Man, make sure y'all stay tuned. I'm gonna be right back with part two, man. Dirty Face Ebony is in the building. She just pulled up with the ski mask. Oh, it's going the fuck down, man. So make sure y'all tune in. Finna take a quick break. I will be back. I'll catch you, man. Fucks in a couple more minutes. Peace. <laughs>